Okay, welcome, you guys. Um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Chloe Balatori. I am a relationship and communication expert. I'm a graduate of Princeton University and Pat Allen's Want Institute. Um, I've been doing this work for over 10 years now, and everything I'm going to be sharing with you and teaching you guys tonight is stuff that I have used myself and I have uh, worked myself. I am over 20 years married, and this work saved my my marriage <laughs> and probably my life about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, a little more than that. Um, and once I saw what it could do and how it could help people and that I was good at it, I wanted to share it with others because I had been frustrated with traditional therapy for a number of years and just kind of gave up on it. And traditional therapy is great um, to get your feelings out and to have someone listen and mirror and reflect to you. Um but oftentimes we find that we go to therapy for years and years and our lives don't change. So that's what I really love about this work. All the tools I'm going to teach you are grounded in psychological and scientific principles. Um, but the execution of these principles, that's what's pretty unique about this work. And that's um, one of the things that attracted me to it because it's very results oriented. I like to give homework. Um, I've written four books on this work and they're all available in the Amazon store. My most, my most recent is daddy issues and, um, that's primarily for women and there's a lot in there. So I recommend that one. Um, the, my first book, how to live is really the, guidebook for this work and that one has all the basics and is and it's good to kind of refer back to um so you guys can check those out I'll put some of my credentials in the chat um I also teach this work in smaller more intimate groups where we um get really deep we learn from each other it's private it's confidential um you can sign up for that. Those are my module packages if you like tonight and you want to learn more because it takes a minute to learn this stuff. Um, but those are my module packages and I have also offering it asynchronously now. So that means you can, if you don't want to be in a group and you want to do it confidentially, you can. You can have the lectures and then you do the homework and you hand that in to me and then I comment Oh, and then I comment to, um, on that if I have comments and then, um, you know, we go back and forth and both of those are four weeks, four week commitments. It's really reasonably priced at $200 total, $50 a week. So if you want to do that, um, you can sign up there as well. This next module one is women only. So this is the first time I'm doing a woman only. So if that is what you're looking for, definitely check that out. And uh, yeah, those are starting pretty soon, like in less than two weeks. So um, you can, you can uh, 
check it out. And there's more information about that on my website as well. Okay. So what are we talking about? We're talking about dating and relationships. Now, the most successful relationships are those that are balanced between masculine and feminine energy, also known as yin and yang. Um, and that's true of straight relationships and homosexual relationships. Um, this work can translate across all types of relationships. So when we talk about masculine and feminine energy and keeping those, those energies in balance, we are talking about a balance that occurs not only in the relationship, but also within us because all of us are masculine and feminine. And so, you know, recently we have more visibility for trans people, but the truth is all of us have both of those sides. Now, if you're an alpha, you have a very strong masculine side and a very strong feminine side. Alpha actually doesn't mean that you're a domineering bully, okay? Alpha means that you have these two very strong sides and that you have to work a little harder to stay in balance. Now, many of us are thrown out of our authentic balance when we have childhood trauma, specifically between the ages of zero to 12. And this is this, these are the, the foundation of the issues that will later surface in our most intimate relationships. So when we are small children and we're dependent on the people that own the refrigerator, we often have to sacrifice our authenticity in order to attach to them. This is a concept known as authenticity versus attachment. And it's actually really nicely illustrated by Gabor Mate in his book, The Myth of Normal, which I'll put in the chat. Um, I love Gabor Mate. He's written a lot of books. Another one that's really great is When the Body Says No. And that's all about how the body will demonstrate what the mind can't think and the mouth can't articulate. So any kind of pain that you've had in childhood, any tears that you've repressed or emotions that you've suppressed, negative emotions, these all have to come out at some point. And if you can't talk about it, that manifestation will be as disease. And so that's what that book is about when the body says no. Um, and that's really what happens when we ignore our issues and we ignore uh, our childhood trauma. Okay. So sometimes childhood trauma will throw us out of balance. And in order to attach to the adults in our environment as children, we have to sacrifice our authenticity. And from that sacrifice in that process, we make existential conclusions about the world. And we think these are truths, right? But actually they're just strategies of the moment. The problem occurs when we bring these strategies into our adult lives. And that's when we start to see patterns that don't serve us. And it can be really frustrating when we know we are in the midst of a pattern that doesn't serve us, 
but yet we can't excavate it. We can't stop it. We can't control it. So that's something that I really help people with is becoming aware of that, perhaps becoming aware of the root of that pattern. Sometimes you can, you can do that. Sometimes you don't really need to do that in order to change. Um, now that change is almost always painful and slow and gradual, but the other option, which is getting sick, isn't really to me acceptable, right? So um, the pain of change actually is the subtitle of my second book, New Ways of Being. And that refers to the fact that any change, even change for the better, is painful. And a lot of people don't understand that. So when they do start changing, and this work will change your life, and it will change your mind, and it will change your awareness and your consciousness. Um, but when you start it, sometimes after you get that first initial hit of like, oh, great, everything's so much better, things get hard. And the rubber hits the road. And so that's the pain of change. And a lot of people want to stop when that happens. Um, and so I help people kind of navigate through that pain. Um, so because if you stop and start and stop and start, you're just making it worse on yourself and harder on yourself. Okay, so balancing your feminine and masculine sides, I'm going to give a quick definition of feminine and masculine. Feminine. Passive, patient, vulnerable. This is the yin energy. This is the right hemisphere of the brain. The world of feelings, of creativity, of sexuality, of sensuality, of spirituality. This is the world of receiving, of magic. Um, yin energy is in the world to make it fun, but it's not of the world, right? A very good metaphor for yin energy is air. And then on the left hemisphere of the brain, we all have that yang energy. This is linear thinking, ideas, the world of stuff. Yang energy is very much of this world. Most of us are in our yang when we're at work because we're doing and achieving. It's competitive, conquering, controlling, giving, taking care of, nurturing. This is These are all yang or masculine attributes, okay? One isn't better than the other. Um, but if you neglect one side of yourself, you will start to see negative patterns emerge. And so that's what I also really help people is raising their consciousness, which is in by Carl Jung's definition, balancing the feminine and masculine energies. Okay, so. That is kind of the intellectual basis of this work. And if it's your first night and you don't really understand it, don't worry, because I didn't really understand this work either. When I first heard it, I um, did see a remarkable change in a friend. And because her change was so dramatic, I was convinced to finally, after like a couple years, check out this work and I still didn't really get it but something resonated with me and I kept coming back oh. so now we're going to start my favorite part which is taking your guys questions and then you can really see how this work um, how we marry theory to action behavior to your life uh, with this work and that's what's you know that's what we really get into in the modules but that's I, I like to show people how this work has a practical application. So it's all driven by what you guys want. 
Uh, people ask me about dating, about relationships. Those are my specialties. But I also help people a lot with family relationships, with communication, with work situations. Um, these are pr the principles of yin and yang, you know, really encapsulate a lot of our existence here on earth um, because we live in a universe of duality. And so I find this a very useful rubric um, to use to help understand uh, ourselves and our lives. Okay. So hit me with your questions. You can raise your hand. You can put them in the chat. No questions? Or is it freezing? Um... I had a question last week about cheating. I do help people not only get into relationships, but when, okay. But I also help them uh, when they're in relationships. So I work with couples, I work with men, I work with women. Um, I work with teenagers. Okay, well... If you guys are all good, you don't have any questions, this is your opportunity to take advantage of um, my free time. This is the only real time you have to ask me questions for free. <laughs> okay. I just had a relationship within two months. It was over. Why? Okay. Well, relationships. Here, I'm going to unmute you. Hi, Deborah. Okay, maybe you don't want to mute. Okay, you just put hi. Okay, so it depends. Okay, relationships. I was going to ask you, do you find yourself in a pattern of having like very short relationships that last only two or three months? Because, no, I want a Jesney. I don't know what that is. Okay. Well, my point is, if you are finding yourself in a pattern of that. I'm sorry, I'm here now, sir. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Excuse okay, me, so I was wrongly answering you and the text by Dustin. You. So, no, yes, I see myself in a deeply meaningful relationship, which I could not find yet. And I don't know why this guy was really lovely. And in two months, it was over. Okay. So there's different periods in relationships. The first three months is the perfect period. So oftentimes yeah. people will not make it past that first three months because then the next three months is the imperfect period. And that's when you will see cracks and you'll start to see flaws in, in each other. But usually like the first two, three months is the perfect period. Did anything happen or did he break up with you or she break up with you officially? What? It was him. No, it was very weird. I went to a triple in the Christmas to see my, visit my, my family. Mm -hmm. And even I let him the key of my apartment. Okay. Cause I was trusting him and he's just coming here taking a look. I don't know. So 
I went to this trip. When I come back, he gave me a gift, a Christmas gift, and I brought something for him as well. Mm -hmm. The thing was that he gave me a bag of ramen because I, I really love ramen. I often go out to eat ramen, Asiatic food. My dad is from Asian, actually. And I have an Asian name in the, the last name. So okay. he gave me this bag of ramen and I was really so disappointed. He made such a suspension, suspense, suspension about it. Mm -hmm. Today. Uh, he let me in a, in a seat, all that bag from TJ Maxx, a bag from TJ Maxx. So it was very suspenseful. I thought it was something very beautiful, a dress, because he asked me before I leave, what would you want for Christmas? And I said, well, I don't really think about nothing. The thing I would need is a computer, but I will buy it to me eventually. Right now, I can't afford it, but I will. Okay. An Apple computer, because it's the best one. No, I'm doing my PhD, so I really need it for my studies. But I have a computer. Anyway, I just said that. And that was okay. I left uh, 25 days after I was, I was back. And then I found that bag of soup. And I thought for me that was a big insult. He was insulting me. I don't know. I felt so bad. I never felt that bad in my whole Why? life. You felt really bad because his gift wasn't what? Was a bag of soup, ramen. A bag of soup. Of ramen. ramen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was a really small know. gift. Okay. So did yeah. you express to him that you felt bad? No, I was so shocked that I, I, I didn't say anything. I just take that back, put it in the uh, table, and he just left it because I was tired from the trip. Then we were going to see us in the night, in the evening. And then he tasked me by the evening. I felt, no, I'm so tired from the trip. I, I, I am, I'm going, I'm going to sleep. But then later in the night, I expressed my feelings. I said, look, that's not a gift to give. Okay, so you, you did that over text? I did overtask. Okay. You are just making fun of me. I okay. like you are being you have been sarcastic. I said that to him. Okay. And what did you give him? What was the gift you gave him? Mm, okay. For me it was something for his kitchen because he pretty much has everything. So okay. I give him decorations for his kitchen. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. he didn't have like towel table. I bought towel table. I bought something for the. Okay, so then you texted him later that night and told him you weren't happy with the gift. Exactly. That okay, he, and then he, he broke up with you. He never called me again. Then the next day, I I coached him three times. He never called me back, and he just asked me back him. Because a friend of mine, he's Spanish. I speak Spanish as well. Uh -huh. And I told him about the gift. And he sent me an, an audio lesson about it. Oh, my gosh. Why? He gave me this for you as a gift. He's crazy. Right, right. Spanish. And then I sent it to him because he knows this friend. We have been out to dinner together. And he's a gay friend of mine. Okay. And so just that. The next day, he just sent me the the. The algebra and the transcript, what my friend said about him. And he said, I want to hear it from your own mouth, what your friend said. I said, he was just making fun of the situation. That uh, was okay. it. Okay. 
Okay, well, there's a couple things here. I mean, first of all, right, you're right. It is a, kind of a weird gift. But in general, we don't want to criticize the kind of love our partner is giving us um, or try to change it. You know, it's if we can, it's nice to be gracious and accept it instead of tell them what they should have give, given us. It's doesn't mean that I think ramen is a great gift, but I'm talking about how to react so that you'd still be in the relationship if that's what you want. Um, because it sounds like you complained about the ramen and next thing you know, you were out of a boyfriend and that wasn't necessarily what you wanted to have happen. So if you were to do it over again, Instead of complaining about the gift, you know, like I said, we don't ask for more, better, or different love from our partners. What you could do next time, and this would only be like in person or at the worst over the phone, not in text. Um, but what you could do is make an appointment to talk to him about it and then say, you know, you know, say there's something I want to talk to you about. I feel kind of awkward. Is now a convenient time? If not now, when? Hopefully today. And then when you get there, you know, you start out with a compliment. I really missed you while I was on my trip. I'm so happy to see you. Da, da, da. I just felt, and then you say something feelings oriented, because if I'm assuming you want to be in the feminine energy. So you're saying, um, I felt uncomfortable or I felt weird or I felt surprised you got me this ramen and I, I felt bad. Are, you know, are you making fun of me or, you know, you could have, if you lead with your feelings and you let him know you felt bad instead of telling him what he did was wrong, you have a better chance of getting through. So that would be one thing. Then the second thing is, if he thinks you're laughing at him, I mean, women, we have to worry about men killing us. Men worry about us laughing at them. They really, really hate that and find that extremely disrespectful. So you laugh at a man at your own risk. And I'm not saying you, you didn't deserve to laugh or you shouldn't laugh or anything like that. I'm just saying what the effect of laughing at a man like that is. You know, people have all kinds of weird baggage when it comes to gifts. Um, you know, they don't know how to buy gifts. They're chastised for not getting the right gift. It's it's typically hard for men to pick out gifts. Um unless they're gay men. I mean, this is just what I've experienced in my life and working with clients. I literally was working with a man the other day who spent an hour talking about what would be the best gift. Or It was like 45 minutes for his woman. So, you know, people really struggle with that. And in general, we just don't want to should on our romantic partners. So we don't want to tell them that what they did was wrong or you should have done this or you should have done that. Does that make sense? Deborah, I'm trying to unmute you. Mm, yeah. 
Okay. That makes sense. I, I didn't laugh about him, but my friend did, and I sent him the audio. I was mad. I was I didn't right. like it. Well, right. So that's the other thing. I mean, maybe it's an okay situation because maybe getting soup for a gift was a deal breaker. You know, I don't know. It sounds like yeah. it did it did upset you. So upset. Then, okay. So then that's why you're broken up because you you got soup for a gift and you told him that was unacceptable. You know, exactly. if exactly. you wanted, you could tell him that, you know, that if you, you could give him another shot, but you didn't. And it sounds like, I mean, do you want to be back together with him? Oh, not anymore. But the next okay. day I tried to call him try three times and I tested him. He never answered me back. He just answered me with the transcript from the audio and say, Oh, your friend said what to me. He said this. I said, yeah. Right, right, right. Right, you said that. that okay. Was... Okay. Okay. So moving on. You uh, you are free to go start flirting again and uh, meeting someone new. Sound good? Hello? Did I answer your question? Okay. Yeah, you answered my question. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, you are so welcome. Okay, good. Thank you. Okay, so you guys can ask me um, one of your questions. I also like hearing your updates. And we can also discuss anything that I've already said. So if you have a question about the work that Deborah did, um, we can talk about that as well. And I know sometimes it feels really difficult to share in a room full of strangers, but sometimes it's easier. And we definitely find that we have more in common with each other um, than we don't. And that's what's always shocking to me about these groups is I, when I started out, I also started out in a group and someone would go up and shoot i'd be like oh, i have nothing in common with her and then she'd open her mouth and it would be my story so please don't hesitate if you have a question to come forward if you don't i will wrap it up early um can you advise on romantic relationships do's and don'ts okay hi nira do you want to speak Can you hear me? Yes. Welcome. <laughs> oh, okay, so what do you mean romantic relationships do's and don'ts? Mm -hmm. Are you in a relationship? Can you be more specific? Um uh, I, I would say yes. Um so um <clears throat> but it's not getting anywhere, so <laughs> oh, your relationship? Yes. Okay. So one of the things that I ask people in when we're talking about romantic relationships is everybody wants both, but which is more important to you? Do you want your feelings cherished or do you want your thoughts respected? One is the feminine position and one's the masculine position. The first one is the feminine. Yeah. The feelings cherished. Uh-huh. And the second one is the masculine. Okay. Yes, the thoughts respected. Mm -hmm. What is it? How does it work? 
I know. So if you, in terms of your, your relationships, do's and don'ts. So one of the things that I teach is that if you do have, a, you don't preach, teach, bitch, moan, complain, question, or yeah. criticize uh-huh. without an appointment. Uh-huh. So regardless if you're in the feminine or masculine, you don't just barrel into the other person with, uh-huh. a, with a bunch of complaints, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you do have something that you want to talk about that is a criticism or falls in that category, you make an appointment like I was advising Deborah. Hey, yeah. there's something I want to talk to you about. So that mm-hmm. really important aspect of communicating uh-huh. is um, making those appointments. And what you find uh-huh. when you do that too is that sometimes by the time the appointment comes around, ah, you don't care as much anymore. You know, <laughs> in the moment, yeah, you were happy to criticize, but now oh, and maybe it doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. so it really is helpful for that. It also is really good because it puts the other person on notice. And so it just, it's, it can be really hard when somebody comes at you with a criticism, but if, mm-hmm. if they're, if they're warning you and it's coming, it just makes it easier. So that's mm-hmm. one thing. And mm-hmm. if now that, and then when you do have that meeting, you know, I advised Deborah to lead with her feelings. Mm-hmm. If you were in the feminine, you would lead with your feelings and inquire about his thoughts. I felt uh-huh. like when you gave me the ramen for, for Christmas, uh-huh. Yeah. what do you think about getting me a more thoughtful gift? Or what do you think about, what were you thinking about? You know, you inquire about his thoughts, Mm -hmm. Um, but you wouldn't go back and forth a million times. Like you maybe go back and forth a couple times. If he's like, I don't know, I had no ideas. And Mm. then you might say, okay, well, I have an idea about that. Do you want to hear it? And he might say, Uh okay, well, Uh I'm always open to a Sephora gift card, you know, maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And then the whole thing could have been resolved, right? Yeah. That's Uh not how that went down. Yeah. Um. But if he were to say, well, you know what? Screw you. I get you what I get you. And if you don't like it, you know, you can lump it. Mm -hmm. Well, that might be unpleasant, but that would still be information that you would want to hear and that you need to hear because Mm -hmm. you need to understand in your relationship whether or not your man is going to cherish your feelings. Mm -hmm. And if he's not, then you need to uh, accept or reject that. And then Mm -hmm. at some point you might say, okay, you know, if you've had a couple conversations that go like that, okay, well, I don't know how long I can be with a man who doesn't care Uh about my feelings or what I like to eat or whatever it is Uh happening. Uh, I'm not talking about uh, criticism, criticizing a person or the gifts part. I'm just asking about how do you move forward? I mean, commitment and all that. Okay. So. If you want a commitment, oftentimes mm-hmm. that happens in the moment right before intercourse. Have you already had intercourse? Um, yeah, but uh, we don't think about those things. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because a lot of times um, women will say, you know, I'm really attracted to when a man goes for intercourse. Uh-huh. I'm really attracted to you. And I, you know, I want, I want to be close to you too. And I'm really flattered. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I know myself and I know I'm going to feel bonded if we have intercourse Mm -hmm. without a commitment. And so 
then that's a lot of times men will in that moment go, okay, yeah, I mean, be my girlfriend. I thought we were, or, you know, whatever. Uh Or they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, I'm not really ready for that, you know? Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is because when women have intercourse, but, you know, young women, older men, because changes in hormones does affect this, but usually Mm -hmm. often, not doesn't always happen, but often when women have intercourse, vaginal, oral, or anal, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm we get bonded and then yeah. we can be bonded to somebody even we know isn't good for us, but we've had intercourse. So, mm-hmm. you know, right. yeah. So that's so, why I advise on that. You can still do it, go ahead and do it, but it could take up to two years to detox from the oxytocin that re- releases in your brain. Mm. Um, no, but so, uh, yeah, um, go ahead. Uh, I mean, do we have to have can we just do it on the phone? Like, I mean, the sense that. Oh, can you just talk about it on no. the phone? Yeah, of course. So you could, I mean, how is, how is it going in your relationship? Do you think you're in the feminine re- energy or the masculine energy? Um, I would be in the feminine. Can you hear me? Yeah. Did you say feminine? Hello? Okay, I think you said feminine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So, and you guys, how long have you been dating? Well, this is um, a long distance. Oh, God. How long has <laughs> it been going on? Um, year and a half. Year and a half? Oh, that's long. Yeah. And so, you don't know if you're exclusive yet or not? Um, I am told Okay. Uh, or, sh- or should I find out about that first? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's best not to assume that you have a commitment. Uh-huh. Usually you don't have a commitment unless it's been uh-huh. articulated. Oh, okay, okay. And when you okay. get that commitment, what you're looking for is exclusivity, uh-huh. continuity or consistency, which in your case, since it's long distance, that means like a schedule of when you guys are going to talk and when you guys uh-huh. are going to see each other. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. longevity, meaning you guys are both headed for either long-term relationship or marriage, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Those are the three things that you want to negotiate for. And when you get that ex- okay. exclusivity, yeah, make sure that it's not just sexual, but it's also social. Because now with social media, we have like a whole nother world opportunity mm-hmm. for men and women to talk. And yeah, I have a lot of clients that have to deal with... Um, indiscretions on social media and we have to outline exactly what faithfulness looks like on social media. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So okay. those would be the areas. And then, uh-huh. so yeah, I mean, find out what that is. And then okay, you know, I, if you, if, if that starts going well, I also have a sheet that I give to couples about all the areas of the relationship that need to be negotiated, but uh-huh. yeah, find out if you are in a commitment. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I think even just discussing some of those things will probably, um, you know, illuminate your situation a lot more. Uh-huh. And when you, it's obviously going to be an awkward discussion. So mm-hmm. if you can't do it on person, you know, do it on the phone or on Zoom or something. Yeah. And preface it by making an appointment. 
Uh you know, by saying, okay, you know, there's something I want to talk to you about, about relationship. It's kind of awkward. It's hard for me to bring it up. It's now Uh a convenient time, if not now when. Okay. Uh Set up your appointment. When you start, start by saying something respectful to him, Uh hopefully leading with your feelings and talking Uh Oh, I feel so good to talk to you. You always make me, you know, whatever it is, whatever the dynamic is, but try Uh to give some kind of compliment and lead with feeling. Yeah. Okay. And even when you express what you want or what you don't want, make I statements and try not to, you know, and inquire about his thoughts. Try not to tell him what he should be doing or thinking. (laughs) Okay. That's a hard one, but we really try hard not to should on other people because yeah, it yeah. infringes on their autonomy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Does that answer your question? Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay, good. Well, let us know how it goes. I always I'm like sure. to hear updates. All right. <laughs> thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, because I do not want to... Uh, you know, have a straightforward talk because um, it's putting the person in a position to make a decision, right? Right. But I'm in no rush. I mean, in the sense, I mean, I I just enjoy what I'm doing right now, but I think at some point, you know, we need to square it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and after a certain point, you know, you want to know that you guys are going in the same direction, that you want yeah. the same things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chemistry is mm-hmm. great, but you also need compatibility and you yeah. need good communication. And it sounds like you're a little hesitant to bring it up, yeah. understandably, because people mm-hmm. don't like to bring these things up. I know. <laughs> but if it goes well, this will be a very good basis for you, for your mm-hmm. communication together. You have to... Okay get good at resolving problems if you mm-hmm. be in relationship and most yeah. problems that happen are problems of communication that's true yeah mm-hmm. okay <clears throat> well thank you so much for you your are advice so <laughs> i look forward to hearing your other yes advice. absolutely yes i will okay, okay. all right um yeah i mean nira brings up a really good point which is you know, it's, it is really hard to have these discussions. And a lot of us, especially women were are embarrassed or we've been taught, um, you know, not to ask or not to say we want to be in a relationship. It makes us look weak or something. And I really want to encourage you guys to be authentic to yourselves. Most people don't want to be alone. Most people do want to be in relationships. There's no shame in that. And being in a relationship, that's how we heal. That's how we grow. That's how we learn about ourselves and each other. Um, a lot of times when people say, and I, it's funny, I did a, I think I did a TikTok about this today. A lot of times when people say they don't want to be in relationships, what they're really saying is that they're avoiding their issues. Because when once you get into those relationships, that's when the issues start cropping up. Um, but, you know, it's so worth it. And those of us who have been in successful long-term relationships know that when it works, there's nothing better. Okay. Do we have any other questions about anything that's been said? Or do any of you guys have an update? Um, 
can even ask me a question if you didn't understand a dynamic about yin and yang. If Sometimes we talk about reality TV in here. That's what's really cool. When you learn these dynamics, you can observe other people and other conflicts and you can start to get next level insight into them. Okay, yeah, ask another question. Nobody else has raised their hand. Hi, Nira. So um, uh, in my situation, <clears throat> I meet a lot of people, um, but I can talk to them uh, until, you know, you're blue in the uh, face, <laughs> but uh, there's no chem chemistry. Mm -hmm. So I find it very, very uh, um, unusual. Is there a basis for that? Okay, so like I said, the three elements of a successful relationship are chemistry, compatibility, and communication. Yeah. And chemistry is the one we can work on the least, really, because it's a gift from God, you know? Yeah. You usually either have chemistry for somebody or you don't. And sometimes you can have chemistry for somebody you've never even spoken to, right? Yeah. Um, and like, who, who could be a horrible person too? Right, right, <laughs> exactly. And, and you know the person you have the most chemistry with is usually not the person you end up in a long-term relationship with anyways. It, uh -huh. it's, it's often lopsided if it's the okay. most extreme crazy chemistry. And often that's the chemistry of a script, which is, you know, basically means that it's like your childhood issues are mat are matching up. And so that's why the chemistry is so crazy. Um, uh -huh. That said, I have had for women I have observed that chemistry sometimes can build. And so that's why I recommend if you have any interest at all, even if you think it's just platonic, give a guy three dates yeah. just to see if it will build. And I've had clients who are like, I don't know. I don't know. I t and even clients who have told guys, I don't have chemistry for you. We're just friends uh -huh. Hoping to find that like, they kissed and it was the best kiss of their life. And now they're living together and, you know, oh, wow. uh -huh. so, a, uh -huh. you know, keep an open mind, keep that uh -huh. open sometimes out of a really strong friendship. Mm -hmm. um, you begin to admire someone in the chemistry can build. And especially if you come from a traumatic background and you're used to picking um partners that give you pain it mm -hmm. can sometimes be hard to see even if you have chemistry with somebody who doesn't fit your script because you're so mm -hmm. used to a certain kind of painful chemistry mm -hmm. so it's good to just try to keep an open mind give them three dates um mm -hmm. and see but yeah awesome. i mean you know like i said chemistry yeah. is from god so yeah if yeah. you pre if you want to be in your feminine energy Practice in your personal life doing that. That mm -hmm. means leading with your feelings, cherishing your own feelings, letting mm -hmm. people give to you, receiving, mm -hmm. um, doing things that just for the sake of because they feel good for you for at least mm -hmm. an hour every day. Mm -hmm. um, these things will start to pump up your feminine energy a little bit, and that may start to spark some more chemistry as oh, well. Okay. Because sometimes <clears throat> women, especially us high achieving women, we get mm -hmm. really burnt out achieving and mm -hmm. out of touch with our feelings. And then we can't really experience chemistry with anybody. And mm -hmm. so sometimes we have to <laughs> cherish our feelings first. Mm -hmm. 
you know, which means becoming mm-hmm. aware of them and then taking action based on that. Not at mm-hmm. work usually because at work yeah. are masculine, yeah. but yeah, yeah. in our personal lives. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. That's good. a good one. Yeah. Thank you. You are so welcome. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Thanks for asking your questions. Um, they've been really, I think they've been really good opportunities to illustrate a couple ideas. Okay. Anybody else? I'm going to put my credentials again in the chat. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram or TikTok, I usually put up original content every day. Again, I'm doing the next module one women only. If you want to sign up for that, um, you can check out the books. I have my new book, Daddy Issues Out. And um, this session will also be available on wherever you get your podcasts and YouTube. So, um, yes, Kiara. Hi, Chloe. Hi, how are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's great to, it's great to have you back. Thank you. It's good. Um, yeah. So, um, I wanted to know, and I remember you stating like in previous meetups that like this work is about energy and shifting your energy. And I'm very big on energy and, and I'm getting more into like trying to focus on the positive and, um, trying to shift my energy and stuff like that. And I find like with dating, with trying to find someone that it can be, um, energy depleting and inner, like it can, it makes me feel, uh, down sometimes Mm -hmm. because it doesn't always go well right uh, especially with the dating sites and stuff like that so I was wondering if you had any um excuse me any suggestions for how to open up your energy or change your energy um uh to to you know open yourself up to meeting someone um or you know open yourself up any like things that we could do like on our own time that would help us like I guess like kind of raise our vibration to meet someone okay so you want to be in the feminine energy is that right correct okay so you know like I was saying to Nira you know doing things that are cherishing for yourself and that means doing at least an hour of yin activity every day which means something that you're doing for pure pleasure that has no end other than that um, will start to change your energy in and of itself. And I've told the story before, maybe you've heard it, but um, when I was doing this work, when I first started doing this work at about nine months, I had a very big breakthrough and I made a move in my life to cherish my feelings in a way that I never really had before. I had tried to, but I hadn't been able to. And I I had, in my case, it took the form of taking a stand with somebody, but it had been the result of little decisions about cherishing my feelings, about being aware of my feelings, first of all, and then taking actions to actually cherish them because women especially have been told so many times and in so many ways that our feelings don't matter. Right. And so we really have to go against the epi scripting on that, which means the social messaging. Um, 
I was just reading this message. Okay, I'll get to that in a second. Okay, so, you know, anything that you can do in terms of cherishing your own feelings will start to change your energy. For me, when I made that move, I lost my muffin top overnight, like the like roll of fat on my stomach, which was basically a receptacle for like all the cortisol and stress that had been happening happening and building up in me because I had failed for so long to cherish my feelings. And then I did that and it was, my body responded like overnight. Of course it was a buildup, so it wasn't really overnight, but, um, essentially that's what happened. So doing, and everybody was like, what happened? How'd you lose so much weight? And, and, you know, I was like, because I started cherishing my feelings and so the more you can do that, you'll start to find that things in your life begin to shift. So again, receiving, like letting someone open the door for you. If someone offers your help, offers their help, accepting it, um, you know, letting somebody else take care of something for you, lead the conversation, whatever it is, whatever you feel comfortable, whatever makes you feel good doing those things will start to raise your feminine energy and bring different opportunities your way. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it definitely makes sense. I like I like that idea. Um and I try to think of things that bring me like um make me feel good and stuff like that, but they tend to be very expensive, <laughs> like massages <laughs> and pedicures. <laughs> massages but you know it can also be something really simple like smelling a flower you know and being in nature oh, yeah, true. yeah you know taking a bath um yeah it's true masturbating i mean you know it can get can get really basic yeah definitely i like that um i think i need to do what you said about like separating the yin and yang activities to like kind of brainstorm more of like the things that make me feel good you know so yeah thank you so one of the tools i teach and maybe i've taught it to you before if i have i'll repeat it um but it's setting your alignment and so it's basically for each yeah. day okay i have told you okay so you take yeah, that that's what I'm trying to say with the yin and the yang right yeah, so okay okay good mm -hmm. so basically you guys for pe new people you take a piece of paper you split it in half on one side you put all the yang activities you have for the day, what you have to do, your doctor's appointment, going to work, and try to be as specific as possible, times and timings. And then on the other side, you put the yin activity. And for women especially, I want you guys doing at least an hour of yin activity every day during the week and probably more on the weekends. And those are the things that you do for pure pleasure. And that'll help start to balance your energy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Chloe. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I look forward to your update. Okay, Amy. Is Amy here still? Yes, good. Okay. Hi, I just wanted to make sure I understood. So you want to meet someone, you can't be in the masculine, only feminine. No, you can absolutely be in the masculine. Um, the people that I've talked to tonight wanted to be in the feminine. Now, Oftentimes energy does follow organs, but not always. And I work with a lot of masculine women with who are with feminine men. And that's a very successful pairing because again, it's just about energy and balance. 
um, why I'm asking about here, I'm asking to unmute, but the reason that um, I'm asking people if they want to be in feminine or masculine is because that does inform what kind of approach you will be taking with somebody. So if you're in the masculine, for example, you speak first. If you're in the feminine, you make sure that you have shown you're available and open to being spoken to. Does that make sense, Amy? I'm trying to unmute you. Okay. So yeah, no, you can be in the masculine or feminine. And sometimes my clients will experiment with one or the other. You know, they'll they'll be in the masculine with one person, they'll be in the feminine with another person, and they'll see which one feels right. Um, and if you're an alpha, you have very strong side of each, you may need to experiment a little bit. And it may be different for different people. Again, as you get older, women become more masculine because their estrogen drops off. Men become more feminine because their testosterone drops off. So what we're always looking for is balance. It's not that one has to be one or the other. Okay. So I hope that made that clear. Okay. So I'm going to wrap it up unless anybody else has a quick question. I'm usually here on Thursday nights. I also run... Um, a few times a year, I teach this work in smaller private groups. Hi, still asking. Hi, Chloe, uh, Chloe. I'm sorry. I was still. I thought I was still unmuted. Um, so it just kind of just confuses me. I know you have a couple minutes left. I apologize. Okay. No. It just Go ahead. Baffled me on. I guess the wording. I guess I'm thinking too literal, but I guess it just. I don't know what I don't know what I want to be in. I just want to have a conversation and meet somebody nice. Why why am I overthinking it? Why is it making me so difficult just to think which one I want to be in? It's like Okay, so <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't always have to think about it. But in awkward situations or in conflicts, this rubric will help you. That's okay. all. If okay. if everything's working, you're having a great conversation, don't think about it. But if okay. things start going south, that's when you want to start thinking about it. Okay, gotcha. And a lot Thank of you. times for people in a first date situation, it's really awkward. And so that's why we think about it. You understand? Gotcha. Yes, okay. thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay, I'm glad we got that cleared up. Okay, so you guys can find me um, on Instagram. You guys find me on TikTok. You can reach out to me via my website. I do private sessions. I do this meetup. I do the, the smaller groups that I mentioned. Um, the books are available. And I love to hear your updates. If you shoot me a quick question, I'll try to answer it. If not, we can set up a session. We can answer it at meetup. Um, those of you guys who have tried that before know that that is true. Um, so if I don't hear from you, I will see you next week. Thanks for coming.